0: Happy best day of the week, that means it is Mental Health Monday, and welcome back to Mental Health Monday, the podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Gintelmo. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to be here and so excited to have you all. I hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving, and if you didn't, that's okay, and this episode today is for you. I want to talk about post-holiday blues. So like I said in the last episode, I hate the holiday season. I am quite the Grinch. I'm definitely softening up, I would say, but I'm just not a fan of the holidays. There's so much pressure. There's so much expectation. There's so much mental buildup in your head. There's also so much anxiety leading up to holidays. Sometimes you don't want to see your family. Sometimes you don't want to eat. You have body struggles. I mean, there's all these different things that are going on, right? And for me, I have um, all of the above, but also the fact that I don't have this picture-perfect family. I mean, no one really has a picture-perfect family, let's be honest, but it kind of seems that way on social media. And I know we all get this logically that social media is a facade. You're only posting your highlight reels, but sometimes it's hard for your brain to recognize the logic in this. So I'm seeing these beautiful families and these friend pictures, Friendsgiving, all these beautiful pictures and I don't have that. And so I always dread going into the holiday season, but I also feel this dread kind of after the holiday season. I feel this really, I don't know another way to explain it other than I feel post-holiday blues. Leading up to the holidays, I always have this big expectation of this is going to be relaxing or this is the year it's going to really feel like family. It's going to really feel like home. And every year, I am always disappointed by this massive buildup that I put in my head. And that's mainly because my parents are divorced. My sister does not live in the state. So holidays are really hectic. But not only are they super hectic, going to moms, going to dads, trying to see my boyfriend's family now, but I just kind of want, you know, all of my family to be together. And I know all the people with divorced families or broken families or split families or maybe you just don't live near your family can relate to this. You see everybody on socials posting their pictures of these big group families and it's not even that even when my parents and my family we were all together I was still envious of these families. I was still envious of the love that it looked like they shared I don't know. It's just kind of you always want what you don't have. And I always felt like I wanted more. I craved more love. I craved more family time. I craved everything that I didn't seem to have. And here I am, 26, and I'm still feeling this. I see all these beautiful families in these pictures, smiling, looking like they're having a great time. Like, fuck. I want that. I want that beautiful holiday where we're all together, we're laughing, we're playing games, we all look so happy. And that's just never gonna happen for me. But every year, I still feel this over and over again. I always wish for something that I don't have. So every year I feel this really kind of big letdown and big come down after the holidays. And I'm trying my best to work through it this year the ways that I'm doing that is trying to feed and fill my inner child because this is all kind of going back to and rooted in my inner child. When I was younger, I always wanted this beautiful family. I wanted my parents to be together. I wanted this homey sense of love within the family, and that was never going to happen. So I want to go back and I want to make that inner child happy, and I want to do fun things for myself. So the first way that I'm trying to work through this and that I'm trying to to help myself is playing. I have been playing video games. I have been playing the game Animal Crossing. Like it's nobody's freaking business for the past month, but really in the past couple days because that's something I used to love when I was a kid. And I feel like that really fills my inner child. And when my boyfriend's here, we love to play Mario games together. I don't like playing them on my own because then I get too frustrated and I love just screaming with someone while I'm playing. So, I've been playing a lot of Mario games, and not only is it feeding my inner child, it's also a little bit of a distraction. Is that healthy? I don't know, but for me, it seems really beneficial. Another way that I've been trying to feed my inner child and fulfill my inner child is decorating for Christmas. And I never in a million years thought that I would say that. I'm very anti Christmas, I do not like the holiday, I don't think it's fun. Because of the reasons that you could probably hear from this episode, I always feel this huge buildup and this massive letdown. But as a kid, I loved Christmas. I loved decorating. It was so exciting. So much to look forward to. Was I upset every year? Of course. But the buildup was so much fun of decorating. So this year, I'm decorating my home. Last year, I was like, I'm not getting a tree. I got a one foot tree this year. I got a four foot tree. I still don't want a big one. I got some decorations. I put up some stockings and it really made me excited. And actually tomorrow I'm going to go and I'm going to get more decorations. Do I need any more? Do I have the space? Absolutely not. But it's making me so happy. Another thing that I'm doing is I am huge on reading. As you listen to this podcast, you are going to hear me talk about books so incredibly much. I love reading again. It's such a distraction and, and it kind of makes me escape the world that I'm living in. I get so sucked into these stories that I feel like I am living in these stories and I get to travel to all these places, I get to meet all these people, I get to do all these things all by reading. So I've been reading Iron Flame. It's a part of the Fourth Wing series and it is such a gripping book and I cannot put it down and that's been super helpful for me. Also something that's been helpful is to just feel my emotions. I'm the type of person, once I'm angry, once I'm upset, once I'm frustrated, I try to just stuff it in this box and kick that under my bed and put some blankets over that and shove it all the way in the corner to a spot where I can't reach and it's not accessible. And as much as I'm trying to distract myself, I'm trying to play games, I'm trying to read, I'm trying to do this, that, and the next thing, I'm not trying to push off the fact that I'm sad. I'm not trying to get rid of this feeling of, I wish I had this perfect family. I wish I had this family that was together. I wish my holidays looked so much different than they do. Meanwhile, I am surrounded by so much love, so much care. It's just you always kind of want what you don't have. And it's okay. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling mad. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling upset. And I'm allowing that to happen. I'm allowing myself to feel these emotions. And something that I recommend is journaling. And normally, When I go to journal, I want to write about all the happy things. I want to do this self-care because that's such a big, trendy word. Anytime we feel upset or we feel any type of emotions, we are so quick to quote-unquote self-care and try to make ourselves feel better. And you don't have to make yourself feel better. You don't have to feel better. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be frustrated, angry, mad, pissed, fuck the world, whatever you're feeling. And write that all out. Write in a way that you're mad. Get those feelings out on paper and allow yourself to feel it. And that's okay. You don't need to write in your journal, oh, well, this year sucked. Maybe next year's going to be better. This year sucked, but at least I'm loved. You know, my parents might not be together, but at least they still exist. You don't need to do the buts or the what ifs or compare and contrast to anybody else or what could possibly be and what you do have. Feel your emotions. Let them exist. Let them exist on paper. Speak them out whatever way you need to. Something that I learned in the DBT skills, the DBT skills workbook, the DBT workbook skills, one, I will link it in the episode description. Something that I learned through that is things to do when you're frustrated and anger is something that I really struggle with because when I feel it, it takes over and I don't know how to manage it yet and that's something that I'm working on in therapy and I hope to not resolve but manage and something that I learned in this workbook is when you get mad you got to let it out somehow so whether that is in a physical way if you want to take a pillow and you want to punch it I know that seems so incredibly silly do it if that gets some of your physical frustration out because it gets pent up in your body it needs to go somewhere Whether you scream it out, you write it out, it needs to physically get out. So punch your pillow if you need to. Take some socks, roll them up, and throw them at your wall. There's so many times when I get frustrated, I want to hit things. I want to throw things. I want to take everything that's on my desk and just swipe it onto the ground. Obviously, I can't do that. Or I could, but I would be even more mad and I would probably cry for three days straight. So instead, take some socks, roll them up, throw them at your wall. Throw them wherever you want to throw them. You throw them somewhere in a safe area where you can. Another thing that my therapist talked to me about. Take your arms, fully extend them, lock your elbows, and just push into a wall or push into a door or your steering wheel if you're, of course, parked. Somewhere where you can feel that pressure pushing back against you and just drive all that anger out. If it's warm outside, if you can go outside go for a run. I hate running more than anything. It is not that enjoyable. It hurts my stomach. But whenever I'm running, I feel the frustration leaving through my footsteps as I am stomping on the ground. That's the way I get my anger out. That's the way I get my sadness out. And whenever I'm running, I really don't seem to think that much. I always feel very clear-headed, which is so unfortunate that that's really the only time that I feel good because, again, I don't really want to run. But that's another great thing. And also, another beneficial thing is just to get outside. And that seems so easy, so cheesy, so very obvious. Get outside. Whether you just sit outside, you want to move around, move your body in some way. If you want to, again, drive that frustration out or that anger or that sadness or whatever it is that you're feeling – Drive it out, shake out your body, shake out all of your limbs, whether you're dancing or you're literally just shaking your arms and legs and getting your body and getting everything flowing and moving. Or just feel the sun on your skin. Bring your journal outside right there. Bring your book outside. Bring your Nintendo Switch outside. Play the Animal Crossing outside. Just get moving. I find it when I am upset or I'm feeling the blues. I so badly want to stay in my bed all day or I so badly want to stay on my couch all day. And that's okay. Some days, that's really what works for me. But then other days, it feels like then it just kind of builds. That black hole or that blues that I'm feeling gets darker and deeper by day. And as much as I want to be able to feel my emotions, I don't necessarily want it to get worse. So the days that I spend on the couch or I'm cooped up in my room all day under the blankets, sometimes you just need to get outside as well. But also just know, if you're feeling this, if you're feeling anything similar, you're not alone. We're all feeling the blues, especially the winter season coming. The seasonal depression is hitting left, right, and center. Try all of these methods to give yourself a little boost. Again, we don't need to solve the problem. We don't need to quote unquote self care it. You're allowed to feel the emotions, but don't let it sit and simmer too long to a point where it gets deeper and where it gets darker so we can get that body moving. Get those feelings out somewhere. Remind yourself that you are not alone. So many people are in this with you. Be that inner child. Do something fun. Do something out of pure joy. Maybe something that you haven't done in a long time. Get a coloring book. Read a book. I love reading a young adult book every once in a while. Really pulls on the heartstrings. Makes me feel so good inside. Play a game. Do something that might be a distraction. Is that the best coping method? Probably not. But am I a therapist? Am I trained at anything? Absolutely not. So you can take my advice and know that I am nowhere near trained. Try something new. Get outside and play and have some fun. Thank you so much for listening to this Mental Health Monday. I hope you have an amazing day and do something good for yourself today. Be sure to follow the Instagram, Mental Health Monday Pod. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music. I guess, no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I think I said Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review, leave a five-star review if you really want brownie points there. I love constructive criticism though, so if it's not a five-star and it's a one-star, that's okay too. Send a message if you want, and thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Again, do something good for yourself today.